Hey guys, this is Alex. This is Nathan. And welcome to Two Doofs in a Duffel Bag, where the games are made up and the points don't matter. Plagiarism. Oh. Plagiarism. It's what's for dinner. You're back. That was the quickest we've gotten a that's for dinner joke from you. <laughs> yeah, actually. I'm impressed. We're I'm beating records every week. Myself. Um here we are, episode seven. Cool. And today we have a special guest. Me all the way from Norway. It's Sarah. <laughs> hey guys, it's good to be here today. I was hoping good for a Norwegian too. accent. Uh, hello, my name is Sarah. I, that I cannot do. Please don't scream in my ear in a Norwegian accent ever again. <laughs> Midwest, maybe. Do it. Picked it up from my grandma. Do it. Oh, hey, uh, Richard, can you go out back and get me a soda pop out of the fridge? <laughs> all right, that's all we needed from you. You're free to go. <laughs> uh, no, but really, you guys, I'm excited to be here. Uh, for those of you. Full who- disclaimer. Sarah is my and Nathan is my brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Alex is my brother-in-law. We had a... Someone said to us the other day, you realize you guys have never introduced yourself as brothers still? And I was like, oh, you can I use, guess officially not. Yeah, you kind of use context clues when you give your uh, social media clues. handles and everything. Mine's yeah, seventh but, grade again? Yeah, no. Uh, but yes, I am Nathan's wife and Alex's sister-in-law. I thought you were going to say sister, and that would have been really awkward. Oh, so Why? different. <laughs> um, all right, so let's start. There's a lot to talk about. Let's this get week. right to the news. <laughs> I'm quitting. <laughs> this is my two weeks. Um, no, there is a lot to talk about this Lots week. Lots of football this Lots week. Lots of football. Before the league year even starts, but as per usual, there's a lot that well, happens. Legal before. tampering has started. <laughs> oh, is that what that is? <laughs> no, really. March 12th through the 14th is when you can start legal tam- legally oh, legal tampering. tampering. I thought you said illegal. Um, but you can't sign until March 14th, 1 p.m. Pacific time. Right, right. So. Okay. I said, well, illegal tampering. And I wasn't well, ready sure for that story. I'm sure there was plenty story. of that, too. But, you there know. Always is. <laughs> um, let's just read off the list, and then we can go home. Okay. <laughs> Jarvis Watkins, Tyrod Graham, and Michael Sherman. All right. Good one, guys. <laughs> um, tune in next week. So... I think we should start with the end of the Legion of Boom. The Legion of Whom? Exactly. Ooh, that's the name of that's the oh, title of this episode. I know. That's a good one. Officially. Did you plagiarize that too? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt I'm the first person to come up with that. Um, starting with Richard Sherman parting ways with the Seahawks and now signing with the 49ers. And everyone is so upset. Especially Richard Sherman's mom. Did you hear that she was the one to officially <laughs> break the news? Yeah, something like she posted on Facebook. There was a lot of like rumors going around and like it was one of all, basically all but done kind of a thing, but no official news, no official news. And then she posts, so sad my son isn't going to be a Seahawk anymore. I was like, oh, that's pretty much all the confirmation we need. So Rip. that happened. Thanks, mom. Thanks, ma. You broke it. Um, and he is signed with and he's signed division with the rival 49ers. Oh, which and now everyone says, is burning his jersey. Everyone. Well, that's the thing. That's what. He, so he says that him signing with the 49ers. Well, here I have the exact quote. Here. Yeah, it says instead of getting upset with me for going to a new team, how about you get upset with the people who force me to go? If one job fires you and another job offers you a great position, I highly doubt most people would go back to the old job for a lot less money. Yeah. Well, and then he also said uh, when people were talking to him and asking him, "Wow, well, really, the 49ers and the their your conference rivals," he said, "Quote: I'm vengeful in that way." Oh, which scary. he is. We all know. He is, I mean, he's, he's a spook. He's given. Um, what's his old quarterback's name now? Russell uh, Wilson. Russell Wilson crap for the interception at the Super Bowl before. <laughs> Not like so much like publicly, but he is. There has been. I've heard that he's, you know, never really let him live that down. He does have, like, he does hold grudges and whatever. So, um, 
the fact that he was pissed that people are like burning his jersey because it wasn't even him that it's not like he just decided to not resign he actually was cut so so yeah his contract is for three years uh looks like 39.15 million uh which is a pretty good contract coming off of that injury yeah, that's a also well, a really random amount, but okay. I know he has like incentives and obviously all built in, but right. Um, but do we think he can come back from this injury? I think is the question. No, I think this will perform. be it. I mean, I don't think that he's gonna be in his prime. I think he'll play out this contract, maybe just a couple years of it, because you said it was three years. It is three years. Yes. So I could see him, yeah, playing the two and then being you know all right i'm done he doesn't get his he gets you know a million from his signing bonuses one million each year mm-hmm. um he also gets the next following two years gets a two million roster bonuses and um a fifty thousand dollar workout bonus whatever that is um <clears throat> so i could see him playing this year where he gets most of his gets his money next year where he gets majority of it and then just kind of be like all right i'm good so maybe play maybe play out the contract but i don't know i don't see him playing forever much longer anyway with injuries and no he's gonna play forever not everything else so well he you know has obviously been a driving force on the legion of boom uh but Going from that big of a defense to the 49ers, where, of course, they're building and uh, they're showing a lot of promise in Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, is he going to be able to step in his, his natural role as leader? Or is it going to take a minute for him to adjust coming off that injury? Is his confidence going to be a little shaken? I don't think for him. For him, I feel like he'll just walk in and do what he does. And yeah. he's got confidence has never been his problem. So I wouldn't. I don't think that's going to be a huge issue. Um, the only thing is if he doesn't perform as well as he um, wants to, I could see him getting frustrated and maybe that messing with his performance. But, you know, him getting him getting yips and getting in his own head. But I don't think as of right now, confidence is an issue for him. But right. yeah, he um, he'll play against the Seahawks twice a year until he decides to be done so that's cool um also along with the legion of boom michael bennett was traded to Which, the eagles yeah i'm surprised the eagles wanted him yeah he's a he's a problem yeah, well i mean him and his brother but <laughs> which they're in talks of uh possibly talking to martellus as well oh about getting him to sign with the Eagles? Yes. Yeah. Martellus Bennett, I think, shot himself on the foot. He's going to not make a ton of money anywhere Does he Black goes. Does Burris have to do with this? All right, then. Um, so, I think that um, Michael Bennett, like, they, there was news that, like, he was basically a locker room, huge locker room issue. Um for the Seahawks and he never really or not never but especially this last year you know never was an attitude problem and whatever so which is tough I mean if you look at the Eagles right now obviously coming off of a Super Bowl win their morale is at an all-time high yeah uh they have an amazing quarterback uh possible backup quarterback returning who is their Super Bowl Bowl MVP. MVP Both strong leaders. Uh, you have this team that's now formed a close bond and bringing in someone who is vocal to a fault uh, yeah. that could definitely <laughs> kind of kill the morale a little. Uh, yeah. It's going to be interesting to kind of see how he's going to assimilate in, onto that team and uh, if that's yeah going to cause them to negatively shift uh, in the locker room. And I think like, if anything, I would hope it would humble him. Um, I mean, he did say, or someone said that they're trading him because it will make their team a little quieter, which is not a 
compliment, I don't think, in yeah. any sense of the sense of it. But I don't know. We'll see, like, what he has to bring. Um, as this article says, although this Eagles team had plenty of personality on the field last season, they weren't exactly a group that made headlines from the locker room. Malcolm Jenkins spoke on a, multiple different issues, but there was never much trash talk. Um, so he may at least, maybe he'll bring a little fire. I don't know. Maybe it'll be a good balance instead of infighting, but who knows? We'll see when we get, when he gets there, what happens. So, well, I just wanted to, there are a few of his stats here just for anyone curious. Um, he has played for, that's a lot of years. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine years. Um, his best season was in 2011, where he was actually with Tampa Bay. Had yeah. 35 tackles for in a season. Um, but his best sack year as a pass rusher, which I think he's gotten a lot better at, was 2015, obviously, the that crazy Seattle defense. So just about two, two and a half years ago. The real legit boom. He had t- 10 sacks, yeah, in yeah. a season. So, I mean, he's done... He's been good, but it's not like he's the game changer that's gonna. I think he's just gonna add more root deep rotation. Yeah, it'll it'll deepen him, and hopefully his attitude won't be a major problem. He has gotten some injuries. Twenty thirteen, he only played three games. Twenty ten, he only played two. Um, he's only played four full seasons in his career. Jeez, but where he's those, played every game. Yeah. Oh. But he did play all of his games last year, so hopefully. Yeah, hopefully it's nothing. He'll be fine. Um, but it'll be, you know, I love when teams who just won the Super Bowl and just won the, or just won the World Series or whatever, still bulk up. Because it bothers me when teams who, we won a championship, so we're going to do nothing all off season, and then we'll see you again next year. Yeah. And it's like, no, you need to, you know, they need, they do realize that, you know, they won the Super Bowl and there's still work they could do. So that's awesome. Um, next in Seattle's possible chopping block, Jimmy Graham um, is more or less out the door. He's received. There's been interest from Saints. I think is the biggest one. Saints, which would be a reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I heard a big one is the Packers. Packers need a tight end. Um, you know they kind of lost one on a. They, they lost to Bennett last year, too. Aw, how um, sad. I don't think they were well, too sad about it. <laughs> I don't think anyone was. How much, how much information do we know? Because all we know is that, that they've reached out to him, but I'm sure well, that's all 12 that anyone... teams have reached out to him. No, there's apparently only two teams, the Saints and the Packers. Yeah, quite a few teams need, well, I guess just a few teams need tight ends. Uh, Texans, Jaguars... Dolphins. I mean, him being added to the Jaguars' offense. I mean, we saw what they could do That's last scary. year. Yeah, seriously, with that, would get that short pass in there too, like another short pass target. I could see Texans as a possible landing point. I just don't know how much. I would have to look it up cap space they actually have, but right. That's oh. crazy. But I think the Packers would be a good fit. I think it would be, you know, he'd love to play with another elite quarterback and. Um, because I mean, Russell Wilson and Drew Brees weren't enough. Yeah, that's, why another, <laughs> roster, that's why I said another. That's why I said another. It only makes him look better. Oh, definitely. Anybody who could throw to Jimmy Graham. I mean, just the height on that guy. I mean. Did you know he played basketball? I did, He played actually. basketball. He did play basketball. He boxes out the defenders like he would in basketball for a layup and a rebound. Did you know that Jimmy Graham played basketball? Jimmy Graham played basketball. Every time he's on Sunday Night Football, that's all you ever hear is that Jimmy Graham played basketball. It's like, yeah, he's 6'7". Of course he played basketball. Um, It makes you think, though, with basketball players, do they know they're going to be huge and put them in basketball? Or do they adapt to their surroundings and grow to be huge? So we need to find... We need to put... No, because Isaiah Thomas exists. (laughs) But he's one of how many... Muggsy Bogues. I yes, mean, like that's two of how many. <laughs> <laughs> that's three right there. 
But no, I think it's just because we only watch NBA, so we only see the people who succeed, and most of the time, that's. I'm sure oh, there's plenty yeah. of short people who. No, play. and that's unfortunately with sports in general. If you don't, you can be the most passionate, you know, mm. receiver in the world, but if you're five foot nothing, you're not going to be in the NFL. Wait, yeah, I just I mean, want to see at, a five foot receiver in the NFL now. <laughs> well, look at Darren Sproles. How tall or how short is he? 5'11"? Do you think that when they no, get like called five, onto six. the court or onto the field or when they have a walk-up song that they just always choose short people by Randy Newman? Yes, I think every yeah, time they Darren have Darren Sproul's 5'6". Yeah, 5'6 is short. Especially on screen. It looks yeah. much, much shorter than it does. You, If you used to uh, watch Lakers like I I did growing up, you would see Derek Fisher, who is 6'1", I believe. And he looked tiny out there compared to everybody. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just unreal. Yeah. My dad's six feet, and he's shorter than Derek Fisher. So right. to think about that is it, just kind of, you know, obviously your perception's just, thrown off. Just as a fun fact, shortest player, um, Trindon Holiday, at five foot five, the That's... returner, or was the returner for the um, Broncos. Um, his mother actually held him out of football until seventh grade because she was afraid he would get injured. That's actually who Pat McAfee laid out oh, on that yikes. suite. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then you look at like this last Super Bowl, especially I was noticing. I don't know if it's just I don't watch the Patriots enough or um, or what, but both Julian Edelman and Danny Amendola seem short, but they're 5'10 and 5'11. Like right. they're my height. They're not, they're not short. Well, they're I still would... tall, but just compared, you know, they line up next to Gronk and it's a, you know, right. seven, eight inches difference well i wonder too with their muscle mass that makes them look bulky they're wider (laughs) right uh but back to the jimmy graham you know i kind of have this question if he does go back to the saints it's just it's just a general question for just people in sports uh how do you forgive someone who left the first time well as a fan welcome lebron um he's not lebron james not everyone did welcome him back uh, I think for the most part, it's fans are, and us included, all three of us included, incredibly emotional about what it's ever hap- whatever no. is happening happening currently. And so I think it's not like, well, a couple years ago you left, but it's... he didn't leave. He got traded. He got traded to the Seahawks for their center Max Unker, and some other stuff. But the Saints are the one that traded him. He didn't leave. Well, then all the more reason, how do you feel going back to a team that treated you? Well, I mean, I think people just have to realize that it's business. And I think that's what a lot of players do. It is, but it's still your career and, you know, how your fans receive you when you return or when you leave. And obviously we see that with what we were talking about with Richard Sherman. Yeah, I mean, but you have to remember, remember when he did get traded in, so this was 2015, so this would have been three years ago. Right at this time, he got traded, and his Twitter bio said New Orleans Saints tight end number eighty, and then the day he was traded, it just said traded. <laughs> it didn't say Seahawks tight end or see you know Seattle, but whatever. It was right. traded. So I think he did have issues um, at the time. I think he's probably over it, and I think no matter what, you're happy to play. And if they want to trade you back, then it's awesome. You know, yeah, it doesn't matter who. I'm just glad. I'm you know glad you're back. I like, I I don't know, like think about this week, Ichiro Suzuki, or was it last, yeah, last week, because we talked about it last week, re-signed with the um, Mariners, and there's no like hard feelings there, it's everyone's stoked to see him again, it has nothing to do with... Yeah, but that's someone who, you know, played their most of their career, I mean, for how many years now is Ichiro Suzuki going on, it's got to be close to 20 years in his career and he spent so much time in seattle and he was the face of that team uh so you know definitely to go back but with jimmy graham i mean i yeah i don't don't know i think a trip back to the saints could definitely be exciting i mean he had about not quite twice as many but much more reception targets with the saints and drew Brees than with seahawks yeah uh You know, and and of course that could be with you know who the Saints have as yeah their who else is around and, you, um, you know, but that that kind of relationship that he has with Drew Brees, you know, if they can reconnect, I think that could be very exciting for them. Right. 
So hopefully, um, you know, with Drew Brees, you know, that was three years ago. And I think there's enough now, enough time between that they can, I don't think that'll be an issue. I think it'll be cool for them. So, um, so yeah, the Seahawks, they're the, they're the, um, big ones. What are they? So with all of these trades, what are they actually doing? What's their, what's their end goal here? Are they... I mean, you're not in rebuild mode with Russell Wilson. No, but I think they realize that their team is getting older. I mean, they have those few young pieces they need, like Russell Wilson. Right. But other than that, and he just they have a, a lot extension. of players on their team, a lot of big egos, and a lot of people wanting money. Right, And right. I think they're realizing they can find cheaper options, and they've had that squad for a couple years now, and it got it done once, but... Yeah, and that's the thing, you, you know... You get done, and I mean, you're Earl done. Thomas is holding out for money again this year. Like, oh, yeah. Well, when did Russell Wilson so sign his extension? Um, not sec, not Yankee second baseman Russell Wilson. <laughs> he was just traded to the Yankees. Um, June eighth, twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Four year, yeah. eighty seven so, million. In twenty fifteen, when he signed his huge extension. His nearly $90 million contract. I mean, they knew eventually everyone else would start expiring too. And it just would be a matter of, mm-hmm. all right, let's, you know, let's shake things up. I mean, they, the Seahawks just weren't getting it done like they should have been. And so I think it's not a full, not a full rebuild, but it's just, all right, let's just move on. And instead of holding on to players who once did very well for us, the, right. yeah, but you don't just hold on forever and hopes that it keeps keeps happening so well he does have a potential out for 2019 uh so are they going to be creating more salary space for him to to sign back on or do you think he you know with this rebuild if he's going to look elsewhere i'm sure i would be very surprised if he left yeah i think at this point I would, I would be too. I mean, um, maybe if his team, sir, but I think they're in a good enough position that you don't want to leave. I mean, I feel like they think yeah. they can make it. I mean, some teams obviously are just trying to win games. Yeah. Um, but I think they feel like they can make a deep playoff run, and I don't think he's going to blow that all up. Blow that all up just to right restructure his deal. So. When I see that too, the potential out is that him or is that the is potential that his, outs are usually the team, the team opt out. Okay, team option. Gotcha. Because I don't know how it works in football. Because a lot of times in other sports, there's there's right. player options and there's team options or there's mutual options. So, um, all right, cool. So the Seahawks, I think it's good they're shaking things up. They were the big talk twenty. 12 2013 to 2015 and i think they just you know they need a need a rejuvenation right i think what's uh interesting too when you look at it is Pete carroll comes from usc obviously and so he's got that college background well when you're a college coach you're getting a new wave of players i mean every year and quite right. a big wave uh so you're constantly changing your typically not having a player more than about five years you know maybe if they redshirt mm-hmm. uh yeah. so to be able to take in new talent, younger talent, I think he's going to do well with that. He obviously has a lot of experience working with that. I, th- oh, yeah. I think trusting in um, his resume and, and what he can do with y- young players just coming into the NFL, that I think that could definitely be an advantage for them as well. That's very true. I didn't even think about that. And the fact that he's you know used to not only younger guys, but guys that he can, you know, not necessarily guys that have any experience. He's good at developing. So that'll be that'll be good for him, I think. I mean, there was talk obviously this year, as there is with a lot of a lot of times, but not just with him, with a lot of coaches, but it's is his is this his last year? Is he done? You know, because they didn't perform like they have been. And I think it's obviously it's it's crap because just because he has one year where he's not going to the Super Bowl. Right. Um but I think you'll have him a They'll have him kind of reset. So, um, yeah. So that was one team that has done major things already. And there's another team that has done major things as well. <laughs> the Browns are trying again. The Everyone Brown- run. <laughs> the Browns have decided to fight. 
Um, so the two biggest ones, obviously, being they landed Jarvis Landry and from the Dolphins, the Dolphins, and Tyrod Taylor from the Bills. Yeah. So last week, me and Alex had a discussion about whether or not the Cleveland Browns were a QB killer, and I think this will this will be so good for them finally to be able to have a veteran they can because obviously they'll draft i still think they'll draft a qb at either one or four they'll probably take saquon one and then a qb four i think and then yeah we'll see but if they draft number four overall they draft a quarterback because it's a pretty deep quarterback class he can actually Um, get a year to develop or two to develop behind someone who's had some experience i'm i think they should I, obviously, we have to wait for pro days, whatnot. But if you have a quarterback you want, you need to take him at one. Because you're going to have Giants picking one at two. Yeah. Very possibly someone picking one at three. If the Colts trade. If the Colts trade. And then you're stuck with... I mean, I'm sure... But let's be honest. Yeah, there's five <clears throat> potential good quarterbacks in this league. But I mean, in this draft, but... There's no way all five of them turn out to be. No, totally. Yeah, they're not going to all be And if there's someone perfect. like, if you see Baker Mayfield's pro day and you go, oh, this guy's going to be a star. And he's, you know, they're all good, but he's head and shoulders above I, them. I, I you have to, You have that. to do it and take him at one. I agree. Um, because you're still going to have Quentin Nelson, Bradley Chubb. I mean, you're going to have options at four. I think you can take best player available there. But there's so many, especially now that the Bills traded for... Traded Cordy Glenn over to the Bengals. They got their first round picks. They swapped. So they have number right. 12 and number 22 now. Right. They're getting more fuel to get a, pick up a quarterback. I mean, you have so many teams. You have Dolphins, Broncos, Bills. I mean, those are just the ones off the top of my head that are Jets. That all need, that a, all need a quarterback. There's and, plenty of, to choose from. And if there's one... But there's going to be those one or two that stand out above everyone else. Oh, definitely. And you see it every uh, every draft. I mean, was it two years ago, AJ McCarron? And now uh, he was going to possibly go to the Browns, and he's not anymore, obviously. Right. Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor trade. What a that is a tongue twister. I can't even Tyrod say Taylor that. Trade. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, it's, it's interesting, but I think... I think you can still pick a quarterback at number four uh, and have obviously a good enough quarterback depth chart, but still get Saquon Barkley at one and round out your offense. Well, my idea is I don't feel like the Browns should have the thought process of, yeah, he's good enough. No, but I don't think they do. I think you look at, you do a risk reward evaluation. You say, would we like Baker Mayfield? Absolutely. Well, yeah, and I'm not saying that they have to take a quarterback at number one, but if some... But I'm if these pro days happen and there's someone that's no I know but if I say yeah we would like him but you know who else would like him for ex- the Bills the Bills would like him but they're not going to get him and they know that so then they look down the list and who they can get and so that's kind of what you have to do you go okay who can I take number one overall who's going to be more beneficial overall to my team and I think that's Saquon rather than I'm going to take Baker Mayfield and then best available number four rather than I'm going to take the best player in the draft who has, you know, in the combine was the best player at the combine. Right. And then you pick best quarterback because. Or second best even. Or second, well, best or quarterback, third best. Of, best quarterback available at number four, because I think at that point it'll be good to have. Yeah. It'll be good to, it would be good to get your number one choice, but then you have my number one choice in quarterback and then someone else rather than I got Saquon and I got Josh Allen or Josh Rosen or whatever, rather than, you know, yeah, I didn't get the, the goal would obviously be get Saquon and Baker Mayfield, but right. that's not going to happen. So, or if they don't go for Saquon and they do go for a QB one, chances are Saquon's going to be gone by the time they even get to choice right. pick four. Right. Right. Uh, so do you go, I mean, who do they have offensive, uh, offensive line? They have a decent line. They actually do have a good line. See, I don't. Top, I don't. They're at least top 10. Well, and now, well, you can also scratch corner off the list. They, they traded Deshaun Kaiser over to the Packers for, for Demarius Randall. Demarius Randall. Well, I, I a think, pretty good pickup. You think, I, 
there's so many players out. I mean, you have Minka Fitzpatrick, I'm sure. Well, and they're Bradley Chubb. You're gonna you're gonna oh, have you're someone available. Yeah. No, I think and I think defense they're Griffin. defense they're actually not that not bad. At off. Number four overall, no. <laughs> maybe fourth round. Um, I think defense they're actually set and their line. I mean, their line well, is you can always bolster up good. the line, of course. But I, I wonder if Chris Ballard heard you say that. I hope he did. <laughs> Guess what? You can always bolster up the line. You don't have to have bolster two. But apparently, the reason that they did this on purpose on the cusp of free agency made all these trades is to um I'll, get, I'll use the word again bolster their profile for free agents i think they're saying look we're trying we've gotten these two offensive superstars you know we're really making a push this year we're not just we're not tanking we're not anymore. just the browns we're not just the browns give us a chance um and i think if they i mean they've made three already really good trades for some really good players, they gave, they did give up one of their defensive tackles to the Patriots, but right, that's also creating more cap space. Yeah, um, I mean, of course, but you have to give some to get some, right? And I think, and I think that's really smart that they did it when they did because it's still going to be fresh on everyone's mind when next week rolls around and they're talking all these players, right? They did it right before the 14th of our right. free agents. I mean, you have a promising young tight end. You have two very good receivers. A young, promising receiver, a good quarterback. You have a really good running back committee. I mean, you have Duke Johnson. I think Isaiah Crowell's a free agent this year, but maybe you are adding Saquon to the mix. Um, that would be awesome for them. And then I, I would be excited to see that. I would. I would. And you know what? I actually hope that they have over a 500 season. I can see it happening. At I this think they rate. could. Hit, I think they could hit eight. I think a lot of wins. I have poor Browns. People say this every year. I know. I mean, this is, this, is, this is definitely the most hype I've been for them in a long time. Well, this is the most they've done in many years. This is they these are the most big Jack names they've. Yeah. Yeah, and so. don't forget, don't rule out Miles Garrett yet right. either. Right. Oh, totally. Yeah, I'm actually interested to see you know him. I know he got that injury in preseason last year, and I really want to see him bounce back from that and. And hopefully, uh, you know, all of the moves that they're making here is more motivation well, to show people what he's got and to contribute. Yeah, yeah. He only started in nine games, only played in 11 games, had seven sacks, 19 tackles, and a forced fumble. And just those nine games right. yeah, that he started. Wow. Well, he was, you know, number one overall pick for a reason. So Right. And like I said, their defense isn't too bad. Their line isn't too bad. I mean, they have Joe Thomas. Um Hopefully he comes back from his injury after 10,000 plus consecutive snaps. Oh, um, I think, you know, if they like they just need him. They just need an offense. Well, they and just I never, think you have to remember they have nowhere to go but up from this point. No, totally. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> being one in 31 the past two seasons, there's. What was, what was that fact that you read me the other day, Alex? Uh uh, three Star Wars movies have come oh, yeah, out. Oh, yeah, three Star Wars movies have come out since the oh. Browns last won a football game. Oh, poor Browns. And oh. if you told someone that in 1990... They would have gone, yeah, they probably. Gone, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Well, no, there was, there was that brief period in, like, 2000s where they're like, hey, they're early, waiting some. Early 2000s. <laughs> um, so, yeah, hopefully the Browns get get some wins. I mean, obviously they're not... Their expected win loss for next year is still three and twelve. Well, oh, does that affect? Because have, have they officially gotten all those players? Because I, I don't, don't know. know. I'm not going to look. They can't. Well, and is that is that considering? I know they, uh, who could they who oh, they, they could possibly draft. No, I don't think it is. Yeah, I wondered. I no, wonder how much that'll move up. It won't. Well, let's until see. They actually it, do it? No, it still ha- it still has <laughs> their starters from last year up there, but. I mean, you, they had four defensive starters that were rookies last year. Hmm. Um, and I think you have a lot of pieces to make this happen. It's just up to you to make it happen at this point. They had a they had fifty almost sixty million rollover from their twenty seventeen. Yeah, cap. not yeah. We're not even talking about the fact that they have by far the most cap space. They have they have cap space with the top fifty with if you're just counting top 51 contracts 
mm-hmm. which I think is all they count, isn't it? But I don't, I don't know. They have 77 million, or 78 million almost, yeah. in cap space. Oh, wow. So they can go after pretty much anyone they want and still pay their first and fourth round pick, or first and fourth overall picks. So Well, they'll be able to pay all the rookies they want. Well, That's yeah. not a problem. <laughs> but, but Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's all exciting. I mean, you kind of root for them. Now, I'm not all for bandwagoning and of of course you know well, you're just the biggest for... browns fan now <laughs> sarah no, no not at all but everyone does root for the underdog and right. they are you know bar none they are the underdog they have the been league. for so long <laughs> right, for about you know 15 years or so uh so or you know since be, 1946 would, when they started it would be refreshing it'd be refreshing to see them win a tall glass of cold water. <laughs> a tall glass of cold brown water. Oh. It's what's for dinner. Um, cool. So that, yeah, I mean, go Browns. Go do things. Um, Speaking of wide receivers on the free agent market, Sammy Watkins, everyone. Oh, oh is apparently... Well, there so were reports. Another one that there were reports yesterday that yeah, he's not getting as much interest as we thought. And then today there were reports of, yeah, about... A lot of teams have called him recently. The Packers so, really want him, and this team really wants him. And I, I him and Allen Robinson. I mean, but it gets to the point where you start to notice that the Packers and the Lions and the Ravens have been connected to like every free agent so far, <laughs> and you're like, it's true. okay, like, well, if you have a lot nothing, of money, it's you can what never. Happens. It's exactly, and that's he, what I'm saying. I'm sure they're calling, just yeah. getting some sort of gauge of how much are you looking for. But yeah, every year I. It pops up on my newsfeed that the Packers are in talks with someone, and it gets my hopes up, and then my dreams get crushed. However, I will say that if they were to not go uh, and pursue Sammy Watkins, I would be okay with that. I'd much rather them get Jimmy Graham. You know, I'm I'm much rather them hold on well, to Jordy and Randall. Well, they have so Cobb. many wide receivers. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure yeah. Devontae Adams. I mean, I'm pretty sure Nelson or Cobb is going to get released. Don't break my heart like that sarah's a packers fan by the way <laughs> i don't know so, i don't know that they will that, I don't, that well, that's just I a don't lot know. of cap space on know. receivers yeah, that have, are always injured i know it makes yeah. me really really nervous obviously i'm a huge fan of the packers so my dad's from wisconsin grew up there until he was 19 and he joined the marine corps came down now they're gonna steal here. your identity <laughs> they know too much about you uh but you know the the cheese runs thick through my veins, mm-hmm. like fondue. <laughs> oh, that's that's not right. But um, yeah, you know, it, it's of course you can't keep everyone that you want to keep. But I would really love to wear my new Randall Cobb jersey more often. <laughs> <laughs> be, be a sad memory in either. the closet. Sarah got a Randall Cobb jersey from Alex for Christmas, and then it was like a week later. They're all. That Devontae Adams signed an extension and was like, oh, I wonder if they'll have room for Randall Cobb. (laughs) I know. I'm just constantly at the edge of my uh, cheese head hat and uh, and praying that no one goes anywhere, which is not the reality. But uh, I would be okay if they passed up on Sammy Watkins. Yeah. He had a, I mean, he had a better year than he did in 2015, but he still didn't have a fantastic year. He only had eight touchdowns last year. Um or better, sorry, better than 2016. 2015 was his good year. Um, 2016, he had two touchdowns, but he was also only in eight games. Yeah, um, he's kind of dropped off since. I mean, he played in 15 games this year and only had 150 more yards, 160 more yards. Yeah, in eight in seven more games. I mean, he started with 20 off, more targets. Yeah, so. he started off really strong his rookie year, um, and his 2015 year was really good too. But. Yeah, he's but just I been... think he got injured 2016. Hasn't really come back. Didn't really come back from it on the Rams. But if you watch Rams games, you realized he really wasn't that bad. He was just the one taking all the double coverage. Yeah, no, and that he and honestly he what took opened the... Robert Woods up so much. But that says something right there, right? Right. But that's on the Rams. He goes to the Packers, and he's no longer the number one receiver. No, but he's their tall red zone threat that they need. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know. It's um, unless it's Jimmy Graham <laughs> can oh. be their tall red zone threat. Uh, don't get my hopes up. 
He can uh, be my top You know what, though? Threat. So many teams need a wide receiver so much more. I really can't see them, uh, see the Packers offering him the type of deal he's looking for. You know, right. just... Yeah, I agree. I don't think... I don't think that'll happen. I don't think it's worth it for the Packers to pay whatever he wants to get paid. Unless, for whatever reason, it does... It is true that no one's really showing as much interest as he would have thought, but I don't see that happening. Well, and then you have all these teams. So these are teams kind of in need of wide receivers. The Jaguars, the Colts, the Ravens, Cardinals, Falcons, Bears, Cowboys, Eagles, 49ers, and the Bills, which obviously where Sammy Watkins uh, spent his first three seasons. Right. What... I mean, what is the best fit from him? him? I don't know. See, because I think a lot of the problem... One of the main problems is he's always the he's always everyone's fallback after Allen Robinson. I think, and he doesn't want to be the fallback to a team. I think he wants to be the team where he doesn't want to go to the team race. Well, we couldn't land him, so we'll take you, I guess. But uh, we'll yeah, see. I don't know if there's an exact fit for him. There's not. There's not a team in that list that stands out to me as oh, he needs to go there. I, I can mean, see the 49ers working out okay. I mean, yeah, there's plenty of teams I can see him on. I can see him on the like, 49ers, well, Colts, Ravens. I mean, ooh, I would like the Colts to get in another a big tall Sammy Watkin. Yeah, actually, I would. Um, Sammy Watkin. <laughs> there's I'll only take one, one of him. Sammy Watkin, please. So. He's a free agent, obviously, because he didn't get franchise tagged. A lot of people assumed he'd get franchise tagged, but but the went Rams to, decided not to. Well, I think their idea is they would franchise tag. They franchise tag Marcus, Marcus Joyner, Joyner, and then work out a contract with Watkins. Yeah, but they let him, well, they'll let him test free agency. It's totally up to him. But that was slightly surprising. I wonder how much of that is on their part, knowing that he's everyone's second option. And he's probably not going to get offered as much money as some other receivers are. And they know that. So then they can come back and lowball him and say, you know, we know what kind of offers you're getting on the market. He's a really generous deal from us. That's still maybe less than they were originally planning on yeah. signing him for. Yeah. So, But he stays on a team that he knows and a team that's probably going to make it to the playoffs again next year. Right. Uh, Especially with the Seahawks in the middle of a... Yeah, I mean, division. yeah, they've made a couple big trades. And Obviously, they required a keep to leave, which uh. and Marcus Peters <laughs> and, Marcus and Marcus Sam well, Shields. Yes. Well, yeah. yes, of course, they did lose Alec Ogletree, but yeah, well, I mean, in a trade and Robert Quinn. But their defense is looking a little scary. Their defense is looking terrifying. <laughs> we saw me and Alex saw them play defense play live, and that is one of the most the liveliest defenses I've ever seen. Well, they were also facing against Scott Tolzien. Well, so yeah, <laughs> but not even. No, I'm not even talking about like just their. Not not even just like, just the culture of it all. You the mean? culture of it all was like awesome to watch. It made me really like them, and I know that um, the way they're kind of coached is different. Sean McVay is a huge offensive coach, and he basically gives over um, all of the responsibilities for um defense to his dc right he basically like there are even defensive coordinator by the way their team or there there were like stories of him even like okay the offense is off the field he goes and sits on the bench and opens up his surface pro and is all well they have wade phillips while they yeah right defensive coordinator who was on the broncos when their defense was great, so I think he trusts him enough to oh, say, "Oh no, I think that's exactly you it. take care of this. I'll, I'm going to run the offense, and you're going to run the defense." And that worked really well for them. They they went from the only team to have ever gone from 30th in points score or 32nd in points scored to first in points scored the very next year. Wow, yeah, that's yeah. Incredible. amazing what a head coach can do. Yeah, I just, I, yeah, just the thought of their defense is crazy. because I they mean, don't have an offensive coordinator still. I'm saying the Rams don't. Sean McVay is their offensive coordinator. Right, right. Sorry, continue. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. With Aaron Donald, who's coming off of, uh, was it Deep Offensive Player uh, of the Year? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, After holding out for... And Todd Gurley and- coming off as Offensive Player of the Year. Well, yeah. yeah. No, that's no, that's scary. But, you know, you see with Aaron Donald a little bit, he's got a little bit of... Well, he's got a lot of fire in him. He's got But some sometimes sass. a little bit of an attitude... And that and a keep to leave on your team, you're looking at some possible liabilities. 
uh, well, defensively. Uh, and apparently Marcus Peters. <laughs> they are right. mean boys. Mean boys. And why can't they just play? There is going to be 100% more chain snatched on this team than the year before with Akeem Tlaib. <laughs> <laughs> and eyes poked. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And the yeah. Dolphins are trading Donegan Sue, so maybe they'll get him too and then oh, they can all... Boy, no, they be, released in Donegan Sue. Yeah, they're releasing a Donegan um, Because Sue he's maybe, about to get paid $134 million at 31 years old. But, so you maybe know. he'll sign with the Rams and then they can just all beat the crap out of each oh, other. Oh, boy. That would becomes... be one of this. <laughs> okay. That would be horrible. Off locker room attitudes aside, that would be a terrifying defense. Yeah, that would be scarier than any Seahawks defense. That's, yeah. You got a lot of swag on that team. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that would be... Uh... Sign Jalen Ramsey in your set. <laughs> Could you imagine... Yeah. <laughs> Marcus Peters, Akib Talib, Donegan Sue, and Aaron Donald all on Could one team. Could you imagine? Even without Donegan Sue, think of how crazy that team would be. Well, it already oh, is. It already is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is scary. So. And that's just the defense. Yeah, that's what I was that's about to say. That's just the defense. And their Rams. And their Rams. They have a top. Get... I think Goff could be a top five quarterback this year if he can. Yeah. Oh, definitely. He made that huge jump last year. Yeah. Well, it was a huge jump, and then even when you make a huge jump, it takes Because you, you have to stack the box against Gurley no matter what. So yeah, it took that's... him probably four or five games to realize, wait, I am I can really do this. And now he's going to start going, we're a playoff team. It's not a question. We're a playoff right. team. And now you can go in and, you know, go in with a winning mindset, not a surviving mindset the second you start the season. Right. Now, granted, they destroyed the Colts <laughs> the first season, or the first game of the season. So that's not, it's not like it took them a minute there, but... It does like do so much more when you come off such a great season, I think, for yeah. him. I mean, they were back when the playoffs were just starting. They were my pick to go far. Now, of course, they didn't have the experience. And yeah, I was there. I was really just really trying to pull for them. Uh, but now they do. Now they have a playoff game under their belt. Yep. Um, so, um, yeah, a lot of happening in football. Wait, one more. There is one football more. thing. Oh. Mike Evans signs a, I will pull it up right now. I had it on a tab, but then the tab closed. This is awkward. Um, I believe it's a three-year extension. I'm trying five to find Five-year five extension, extension for if you, 82 if you have million. dollars. $82.5 million. Yeah. Wow. With, I think, how much of it is guaranteed? I think like $40 million is guaranteed. Uh, uh, no, $55 million is 55, guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, wow, fifty-five. <laughs> That's the second guaranteed. highest. He's now the second highest um, paid receiver in the league. He deserves. He's it. ahead of Julio Jones. He's ahead of a lot of people. But who's first? Probably Antonio Brown. I don't know. So OBJ, right? Well, no. the The problem is now Giants have to sign OBJ. Mm, do they? <laughs> if the Giants do not sign, re-sign Odell do, Beckham Jr. Let me rephrase it. They have to sign him, but he's, he's going to be asking for doing, a lot of money now. But if he's doing cocaine in a hotel room and a lot of Oof. people don't want to deal with that, then he's not going to get as much as he, you know, he could have got. Oh well, yeah, and you know he's had some pretty decent, uh, decent injuries now. Yeah. It's gonna Although, be interesting. He you know, did. Like he did star. A lot. He did star in a beautiful Super Bowl commercial <laughs> with mm-hmm. with um Eli, Eli Manning. Manning. Is Thank his you. Name. I kept that, wanting to say Peyton that Manning. Guy who was the quarterback? Cooper Manning. Um, Archie. Cooper Manning. Archie, <laughs> Archie Manning. Manning. Senior. Well, that's something I want to see now. <laughs> um. Yeah. So good. He deserves it. He's he's unreal. Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Yeah. But. Man, that's, yeah, that's taking the up. The Giants are probably scrambling before more receivers sign. Because now OBJ can say, look what he just got. I am twice as good as him. Right. Yeah. I deserve to get paid so much more. And I, and, but again, and he's the type. If I'm their GM, I go, yeah, then don't post videos on Facebook of I'm you sorry. doing drugs this in a hotel room. probably a really stupid thing to say, but. He's too good to have that effect. I 100% disagree. I think morally, I agree with you, Nate. I do agree with... Yeah. You don't want that flight risk, right? You don't want this guy to get busted and all of a sudden he's, you know, what, doing time? You know, and you're 
you know, whether it's in his contract or not. Well, the thing not, we have to realize, he's just one of the ones to get caught. Of I'm course sure he is. Oh, but I'm sure. I'm well, that's sure, the idiocy, but, but he's still... But, so, morally, I agree with you. However, business-wise, I think Alex, you know, has a right. point. It's, it is hard, and sometimes people turn a blind eye or... Or they get them help. You know, sometimes the organization will even pay to send them to rehab or to put a restriction on them. And, you know, because they don't want to see that happening and it looks bad for them. So it is interesting to see how they're going to handle that. I mean, but he has had problems before when him and uh, Josh Norman were basically fist fighting on the field, headbutting each other, you know, headhunting, whatnot. Right. Giants did nothing about it then. NFL suspended him for a game, but the Giants didn't. Yeah, see, that's the thing is, if you're the NFL, you can't just be like, yeah, but he's good, so, you know, we're okay. And that's the part that sucks, the moral part that sucks. Yeah, that's how it should be, but that's not how it is. I I disagree. I think the Ezekiel Elliott thing was a was a sign that the NFL will do things for off, you know, major things for off um I mean, obviously, there'll be a huge investigation, but the NFL will do things for off-field behavior, especially stuff like this. Well, you do have a point. I mean, you have Roger Goodell, who's really trying to crack down on all of that, which is great and all, but now you have to be fair about it, right? So you can't go after Ezekiel Elliott and be so strict with him and continue to pursue the disciplinary action and then turn a blind eye to OBJ. That wouldn't be fair either. Exactly. And I think, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Maybe nothing this year, but maybe when he becomes a free agent, he'll. I I wouldn't be surprised if he lost out on some money because of it. Well, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I I guess I was misunderstanding what you're saying. I'm sure he'll lose out on a bit of money. I'm no, sure, yeah, he'll well, get I know, signed. I thought not, you were saying that Giants are going to go. No, we're not going to sign. No, 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 no. no not that's not what I meant that. at all. He'll get signed by anyone who wants him. Or by anywhere he chooses to go, I should say. But he lost out on a huge chunk of salary for no yeah no he's too good and that you're right he will get signed that's not a problem that's not what i'm saying what i'm or saying may- is it just depends on oh uh, you know but you had brought up i need you know i'm twice as good as mike evans i deserve this much money okay well then well, I'm, well, don't get in trouble I'm, I'm sure that's what he's gonna ask and they're gonna have to meet somewhere more in the middle but, but it'll be that'll be an intense negotiation depending on how he keeps up his behavior this year <laughs> well you have to realize all of that also goes through his agent obj's not in the room saying defending himself in this this will be mm. through his agent well so. it depends on how far it goes we'll have to see but he catches the ball with one hand so he's fine you can do whatever you want if you do that he has think, ramen noodles on top of his head I think eventually <laughs> he'll go to just catching it with like no hands just pinching just like his thumb and his pointer gotcha <laughs> Okay, so, so that we've talked football. about football for 50 minutes. Let's <laughs> run through some uh, baseball really quick. Some so more free agents finally signed. Interesting things. The big names finally. The big. The well, the biggest one is Jake Arrieta. Blocks right? finally fell like we all knew they would, but it is kind of depressing. Well, Moose is huge. Mike Moustakis is huge because. Like I said, it was like episode one or two. Mm -hmm. They offered him a qualifying offer. He turned it down because qualifying offers are low and he was going to test the free agent market and was going to do better. And so that was that was just kind of a given. Right. And so then, okay, cool. So do you want this? No. Great. I have fun in free agency. And then no one signed him and he ends up signing a deal with Kansas City again, which he, he they're the team that they're the team that off that, that he was with that, that he offered him the denied op- their qualifying offer. Exactly. For less than half of the seven. So he signed. He was he's oh guaranteed six point five. The qualifying offer was seventeen point four. So he's getting less than the well and less that's than half of the Q1. and that's the business plus. side of it. Yeah, now no, they totally. can come back and say no one wants you. If you want to play, you're playing for this much. Yeah, and this way you don't. That's and what you're talking about with Sammy Watkins, right? But going along with that, you can play for this much, and you don't have to move. You don't have to right. you know, do all this. This you is so just, much easier. You're already yeah, here. You may get an extra five hundred thousand to go play in Los Angeles, your hometown. But yeah, but it's not. You're gonna have to move anyway, so why not just stay here? So that's kind of what that's what he's doing, um, and. How far out do you think Kansas City is from making another far? 
<laughs> they are far okay that's what i thought i mean for them to only give him 6.5 million i mean i get it you can now go below the qualifying offer but that is that's pretty far below yeah uh so. and they were well and it, you know they were grooming uh it Ch- cheslor cuthbert, cuthbert. wow name. and they were grooming him because they they thought mike moustakis was gone and now he's back which you know sucks for sucks for cuthbert but uh, yeah, you know? they totally had plans yeah. for him to come in and and do things, and it was like, mm, yeah. But if kidding. they were if they were already grooming him, then that gives him an extra year to kind of prepare, and then maybe right. have him fulfill that role. Next when who year. knows? Maybe Moose comes back and he doesn't play that great. Maybe they can throw him off on a trade somewhere for some prospects if they feel that this other guy I can't even remember his name is good enough to you only, know, take over that. And it's only a one year deal, so yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's no, it's no a harm, no foul on them. They can yeah. say, I mean, that would be a really crappy thing to do after. But well, he's but the one that didn't want to. Moustakis is good enough, though, too. Well, that's what I'm saying. If he is good enough, but if they're grooming someone already and they feel right. like he's ready to, you know, we're not losing that. We're far enough away from the playoffs, you know, that losing him isn't going to be the difference between World Series or not. Let's trade him away to some team that feels like they're close, but needs that last extra piece. Right, you know, needs a, just can a little bit of strength that third still. baseman. Get some prospects up, and you know, call it a day. Lost no money for right. it, basically. Yeah, no, totally. Um, he'll be a good chip. <laughs> Alex is so excited that he did a baseball thing. Um, no baseball at all. <laughs> but whether or not that happens, and whether or not they just give him the year, and then he tests free agency next year. For, like we've talked about, free agency next year is going to suck even more. He's well, gotta, a, well, yeah, he's, he's going to be another year older. He's going to be number 20 on the most important mm, list. Maybe not that far down, but he'll be signed after Manny Machado and after Bryce yeah, he's Harper. Gonna be everyone's, after. <laughs> he's going to be part of the scraps. He's not going to yeah, be... Yeah, he's, he's no longer a top. But there also will be a lot more money out there for him next year. Yeah, if you think about it. That was the whole point of this offseason being so terrible, apparently. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, it Allegedly. also depends on uh, the other third basemen that are going to be you know, on the market. Right. Manny Machado moving over to a shortstop, you know, it, he's most likely going to be on the market as a shortstop. So that does kind of leave either room. Way. Well, yeah, I could see a team saying, we have a great shortstop, still want Manny Machado. Yeah, oh, like the, definitely. Like the Angels aren't going to be oh, like, yeah. man, we don't have one at third base. Too bad Manny Machado moved to shortstop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, no, darn. No, oh, darn. Totally. Well, yeah. If only we got him last year when he was still a third baseman. I would move my current third baseman to yeah. center else. field. I, would, center field but. I will make him catch if it means yeah. I can get... Yeah, no, it's for Manny Machado. I mean, yeah, people are going to be gunning for him. They'll yeah. do whatever they can to get him. But that's another story. And then the um, Lance on the Lynn. opposite side. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say Lance Lynn also signed. Um, What's his contract? A one year, $12 like? million. Dollar. Uh-huh. So more than, um, I mean, it's different because he's a pitcher. It's a different position, but mm-hmm. more than Moose signed for. Right. Well, and now we have Jake Arrieta. I think he's. The twins. Three he's he's one of the bigger contracts. Of he this was the biggest one of this offseason. Yeah, three years, seventy-five million. He's set to earn thirty million this year, twenty-five the year after, and then twenty in twenty twenty. At which point he'll right, which is interesting. They also go ahead. No, I'm sorry, you go ahead. Um, they also gave him an option to opt out of the deal after the second season. Um, the contract also allows the Phillies, Phillies to avoid the opt out by picking up a two year option. So right. he can opt out, but they can say, no, we want you for two more years right. instead of but three. It is interesting because he is, I believe, 32 years old. I mean, right. he, it's, Arietta, it's, yeah. it's, it's, he's pretty old in terms of baseball age. and Especially he, for a pitcher. And he's been a starting pitcher, a successful starting pitcher, a right. World Series winning starting pitcher. And he was looking for a six-year contract. When well, yeah, and when two- we were originally talking about this, I'm like, Maybe four years ago. Yeah, there. You know, there I was no, no way he was going to get that. But it for, makes a, you wonder. for a pitcher, you it doesn't matter how much you front load a contract. A six million is just not a good investment. Yeah, <laughs> you mean six years. Just, six year at thirty two years old. I mean, thirty two is older. Uh, so three years, obviously, much smarter decision. They're still right. paying him a lot. Uh, so it's yeah. Well, it looks I, like I mean, they have the option to pick him up for a fourth if they wanted to. Yeah, we'll see how he holds out, but you know. Um, it's kind of kind of sad to see him go out of Chicago. They had such a strong 
uh, starting right lineup for their pitching and and you know I, I wonder how they're gonna hold up in terms of well-roundedness in their bullpen who was their ace when they won the uh, World Series uh, he was one of them he him and John Lester John Lester right yeah so um, I'm sure I mean it must be hard you know because he's part of that history to move on but yeah but that's, money's that's money given. business is business yeah but you know they they dealt with uh after their winning winning the world series they dealt with changes to their team right and, well that and John, off season they lost well they lost um so they lost uh dexter fowler right that was right. one and of the they, bigger ones that was the biggest one um they lost oh, why am i totally blanking right now um their catcher david hasselhoff <laughs> arietta um, oh boy well, they they lost their His starting. His name cap- is David Ross. David Ross. David well, Ross. Oh, he retired. retired. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. upset. Well, I was thinking, I'm like, who else got traded or who else signed no, another no, contract? I no, David Ross got retired. He got yeah, traded had... to Dancing with the Stars. Is what Ooh, happened. Ooh, fancy. Well, what's interesting is people thought, you know, that the Cubs could definitely lose John Lester because he was someone who was not willing to change. This is the same right. guy who would not even attempt <sighs> to pick people off of first, which to me, I can't wrap my head around that <laughs> a, a grown so man he's got, he's yippy. can struggle with that. I mean, of course, you don't want to mentally shake him up, but come on, dude, you've been playing baseball your whole life. Right. You're 34. You're, get over yourself. You're a professional and you can't even attempt to throw towards first base, which he's now made that change. And that's awesome. But, you know, not he really, would only throw of. to David Ross. And now like when David Ross retired, he had a he was forced to throw to Wilson Contreras. Well, he's had to adjust it. He finally made that adjustment even later on in his life. So to see Jake Arrieta, you know, kind of go from away from that when they kind of had a great thing working for them, still a playoff content um, contender, right? And uh, you know, but sometimes you want to be that number one spot and only that number one spot. I don't know if that's the case for him, but. He his uh his salary definitely seems that way. So. Right. Yeah. Yep. So he uh he'll be um he'll he'll be a pitcher now. Finally, not in that sad reject camp. He actually gets oh. to go and <laughs> go and actually. I like play to baseball. imagine they're just using the leftover all star uniforms from the year before. <laughs> oh. They're all ugly brown and they're yellow. all a little too oh. small. The chili cheese uniforms. <laughs> the chili cheese dog oh my uniforms. Gosh. Oh, those are hideous. Oh, Someone boy. looked at that and were like, yeah, "Well, it's it's because they go idea. off of whatever park they're in, and that's one of the all." And they were at Chili the Cheese Dog. Park. <laughs> they were, yeah, <laughs> they were at Heinz Field. But still, ah, goodness. yeah, no, believe Even me, I don't the like it. Old but... Padres uniforms that just says a lot to them. Well, the Padres said they refute. They will not be going back to that until at least twenty twenty. That uniform. <laughs> Can I we would get hope that in so. writing? Yeah. So, <laughs> is that? Signed somewhere, please. <laughs> so, don't make us look at that ever again. Yeah. So yeah, that is that's a lot of things we covered today. It is. There's mm-hmm. a lot of um, a lot of football and a lot of baseball and a lot of the um, the official NFL year starts March 14th. So that is correct. We'll have a lot more news I'm next. Sure, there'll week. be all, even more news then. Oh yeah, that'll be exciting. Um. And we'll be one week closer to actual games in um, baseball. in baseball. And basketball will be one week closer to being done. I didn't talk yeah. about basketball at all this week, but... It's the same. I mean... I'm, it's, <laughs> Cleveland did bad. Cleveland is still struggling. The Rockets are still good. Struggling. Everyone's, Steph Curry got injured. Everyone's going But the Warriors LeBron. will be fine. Bill Everyone loves LeBron. Posted. There's three billboards outside every major city now about Juju LeBron. Smith Schusters are tweeting... Schusters. The jujus, the jujus, the jujus are dropping. All the jujus. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate it. I had a lot of fun today. So, my uh, pleasure. <laughs> it was it was fun being uh, chatty with a guest. Y'all. And you didn't have to sit in the back room in silence this time. I didn't. I Hooray! Wasn't... We didn't put we didn't lock Sarah in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way I'm you usually... said that, like. Like she's like a cat <laughs> Scratch, scratching at the door. <laughs> Go in the bathroom until we're done. I'm usually sequestered in my room <laughs> and uh, can't make any noise. So I'm not in the background of any of their episodes. But uh, it was nice to be out here and see it from this view. You can do that next week. <laughs>
Yeah. He's talking about being back in the bathroom. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, Alex, where can people find you on the social medias? My Instagram tag is alex.harper98. My Twitter tag is harper underscore alex underscore. I don't tweet, but I should start. Only about this. Um, yeah. Um, do we have 50 followers yet? Is the Instagram coming? I don't know. Oh, on Facebook? Yeah. That's a good question. We Sarah, look where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at hey, it's Sarah J. So that's J-A-Y. And yeah, so I'll just spell it. H-E-Y-I-T-S-S-A-R-A-H-J-A-Y. Uh, you can probably find me tagged in some of Nathan's pictures. Ooh. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Sarah Harper. Yeah. Uh. And I'm on Instagram at Picture Psychology, on Twitter at nharper27. And we're at 33 likes on our Facebook page. So bump That's it up to 50. 50 at all. And Alex will create an Instagram and post fire pics of him <laughs> that are fire. Me hanging out with DeAndre on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Alex is going to a Clippers event. Wish me luck. I'll try and get an interview. Try to come back with DeAndre Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) I just found him wandering around the parking lot. He looks lost. Can I keep him? (laughs) Oh, that's sad. But anyway, see you next week. You have a good week, everyone. Bye, guys. Not as good as me.